Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WLG Discussion Lab podcast, a platform initiated by Wailing Gallery, where we share insights and hold conversations surrounding contemporary art. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Amanda, and today I'll be speaking with Yao Biling. With a career spanning more than 25 years, Malaysian painter Yao Biling's work has closely echoed her observation of the world, as well as her own life, moving gradually from one phase to another. This month, the gallery has the pleasure of hosting her new exhibition called A Relentless Whirlwind, From Inside Looking Out. Without waiting any further, let's welcome Yao Biling. Hi, Biling. Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much, Biling, for being here with us today. First of all, Biling, I'd like to ask how is the series different from your past work, especially from the series Interwoven Terrains, which you did in 2019? Um, this series is actually a continuation of on my artistic uh, practice or searching. Uh, during the, the Interwoven Terrain series, is more on the crisis, um, the courage for, for overcoming it through uh, the art making, I gain the strength and all the uh, process of making the art, the strength to overcome um, certain uh, problem of living the unknown. The Interwoven Terrain is more on this crystallized of the emotion. So the landscape is, is, is very, very emotional, uh, temperature-based. The landscape is all uh, as activity on how I put down the marks and go through each of the stroke and mix each of the colors and palettes. And, and it, it, it gave an output on this activity. And, you know, to the art making and and the control of the gesture in, in each of the process of the making, the interwoven terrain gave the whole entire process on, on uh, letting it go and be healed. When I come to that quiet time, and I, I, I'm about to get on to things where crisis in life or tragedy in life will come to a still moment. However, when it come to this series, um, there was a bigger disaster, which is we're all facing now, the pandemic. So it's it actually, um, you wasn't given a choice. So it's, it's now the, the whole, um, the whirlwind series uh, from inside, looking outside, is, is actually really continuous from the present mindscape, how human and nature uh, create a connection now. You know, it was before it was me and my life, and now it's about me and the world, and how the whole mindscape and, and, and the humanscape picture uh, happened inside the whole series, which is which you can see that in terms of the meaning and the fragility, or maybe the, the factual about emotion, collapse of our world system. And, and then uh, we are searching for the reset moment. So this process gain an insight uh, picture of me and myself. So the visual effect, uh, it turned out to be a, a little bit more, you can see uh, much more vulnerable or, or yes. the figure. Um, it, it's like a, it's like, you know, 
Kandinsky once says that there's an inner necessity process that we are searching through, you know. Because to me, art making is is it's like a diary to me and, and painting. So a painting is me and me is a painting. So it's like a mirror they are looking and this throughout this activity from my inside self, then I make a connection to the outside. So this wow. this is a very different process on how I then look into my personal closet. Wow, that's really wonderful, Beeling, and I think it's really beautiful how you picture it as a mirror. So while the interwoven terrains was really about moving on and letting go, this series right here, it's really about dealing with the pandemic, right, as you said. So can you elaborate more about this? I mean, how does the series reflect how you deal with the pandemic? Um, the very important thing about this pandemic, I think, uh, how do I deal with the pandemic? This is, this is another live event that we all say, which we have many events in life. Um, the, the, the basic thing is very similar, you know, uh, the live event, the world is, and my art making world is another little world that is within me. So the pandemic giving a basic picture on how uncertainty in life, pain, struggle, and, and the world that we so much trusted in, and it's just out of our hand now. And because of little virus that we can't see, you know, so it's the same thing. It's just like I understand uh, my art. What is the fundamental understanding on the language that I use to express my idea or even my my concept? So I think uh, the pandemic is a world phenomenon in me, and I had a very good time, honestly, to. You know, to experience total shutdown in everything. Of course, there was another chaos at home where everything, our home become restaurant, become school, become office. Everything got to run at home. So that's that's another uh, fundamental idea of how home change. You know, a lot of things fundamentally change. So the pandemic gave an idea shift on what thing was and how things should be, and mm. it gave me an idea on a, a quiet moment when I practice. Uh, I had a chance that I can I can take this pandemic. I actually deepen deepen myself in this artistic activity, and I I pressed on into what uh, you know the deepest the deepest thing inside this uh, painting relate to myself, and this pandemic relate to me. So I suppose it's a very good time we get to know ourselves a little better and how we relate to this world and what role do we play in this world. So. I suppose the purpose of the pandemic, you know, is allowing in such a way that yet we are still, what do you call it, the blind leading the blind at the moment. Basically, yeah, I, I think that's true. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think um, it's it's really interesting how you say that through this pandemic, we learn how things should be. And also, this is something that you've reflected in your women series that as a woman, you have multiple roles and sometimes it's just really tough to juggle everything. And as you mentioned, now during this pandemic, you have the time to be on your own, to be just with yourself and your artworks. So I think that's really beautiful that you captured it in, in this new series. 
But one thing, Beeling, that I remember you explaining to me about this series was that you did notice that the way we communicate with each other during the pandemic has significantly changed, and that you wanted to reflect that in your work. So, can you tell us more a little bit about the lines and the anonymous figures that are present in your current paintings? Uh, you see the because how considered normal. In the past, has now become abnormal. Um, I experienced during the pandemic is we don't use to wear a mask when we go out. After some time wearing a mask going out, I just feel I'm abnormal not wearing a mask going out. Or you are kind of like uh, when you meet people, you going to imagine what is the other half of his face because I have never seen this person before, and now he's on a mask, and then. It's kind of a excited in a way that you want to see how is this real person like. If you have to take down the mask, however, we can't, right? So this, this you know, I, I, I'm my my painting all the while is always a, a bigger relation because I I like to paint bigger. I like to relate to people. As I, you know, this fellowshiping is very important from human to human. And I, I foresee this is going to be a very serious problem if if this is going to prolong that we we're going to meet on screen too long or or even for the younger children. See, um, that fellowship to me is 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 superly important. So when I come back to that, we can't actually meet the normal way. Now, how is this going to impact me, and how I can still live? Just like before, and engaging with people, so I start to question because when I go out, I I often when people take down his mask, the other half is not that what I expect or imagine. So, but I yet long to see this person or talk to this person, you know, in uh, really, really uh, in this close manner. But we can't. So I I come with the imagination. I come with vulnerability when I have to talk to someone going out for follow all the SOP and all that. That vulnerability and undirectiveness, you know, is very undirective in the way that when you talk to that person, in how far you talk to the person, then you you can't be a lot of suspicious whether the person got virus or are you having virus to pass to that person. So there there a lot of uncertainty and they were uncertain of where is the the, the basic on the trust. Even we walk on the street in the in the past, we we trust someone, uh, just like in the traffic light, the person will not will not cross when it's red. There was a, there was unknown trust. Yeah, that's true. So no, no, I don't know how to trust the basic trust, which is my own instinct. And then I have imagined of that. So I I start to question. What a, what a normal system that has been given to us, which is our senses. Whatever common sense is actually very abnormal. It's, it's, it's not common at all when we talk about common sense. And that's the beautiful thing about common sense, you know. Now our common sense has been challenged by giving SOP or, you know, whatever the circumstances or space. So the figure, though, there's no need to know who they are now because I just got to make sure this person don't have virus that I will carry home. So there was uncertainty, there was a vulnerability, there was a, there was the impersonal. And then when we come to the screen, um, I only see face to face then, but it's not real. 
uh, real anymore because it's online. So I feel everything is has been distorted in some way that my senses, my you know, I feel that psychologically I have a, I have a total uh, my pulsation switch. How 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 my inner pulse used to react, or am I having a I having a concussion inside my or trembles inside my own emotion. I don't know what I should call that as a fear. So I felt it. I think belief. I believe uh, the helpless and the emptiness. So I don't know. Should paint the figure or should I paint the figure? Who to, yeah. to paint now? Or what what happened to the eye and, and the face? So I, I I just leave it. I just leave it for the time being. So the the figure repeatedly as a as a you know you, you will see a lot of a, a curvilinear line. Which, which 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 symbolic showing like a like a landscape like 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 pulsation, and also because I read a lot of chat, you know, all this curving the line to the the COVID nineteen chart, and every day you read about this whole phenomenal show in my art making. Uh, the language and the line symbolically show uh, that pulsation and that vulnerability in the figure. So mm-hmm. I I I don't. And I can't paint uh, faces or because, because I don't know how I'm supposed to react when I see someone in a mask and I'm in double mask and he's in a face seal and I'm in a face seal. Mm. So our existence became unknown. Huh. That's, that's how I feel it, yeah. Thank you so much, Beeling, for explaining. And personally, this is also how I feel. I mean, there's just a lot of worry and mixed feelings. And it's really interesting how you represent our collective feelings through the anonymous figures in your paintings. And it's also very true that the fact that this pandemic is giving us a lot of threat that also challenges our human side, whether I trust myself and whether I trust that person in front of me. So speaking of how your paintings reflect on being human, I'm just curious, how do you see your art practice in your how do you see your art practice in relation to your life? Do you see it as a learning process? Working as an artist, I I'm actually a little bit uh, aware when someone asks me, what do you work as? Um, that, that's, a, that's a title that the society gave you or th- that's a difference that you need, to, you need to show what you do from one to another. So working as an artist, actually, it's just a person who live a normal life and happened that I use art uh, to make sense of my life and myself but it's a beautiful process because um, I can have a direct direct pathway which the making process um, make a direct engagement of course I'm not saying that uh, a baker or a carpenter don't or, or even a farmer because every activity we do um, so long it really deal with our deeper self that we can meet ourselves in the process they are art and they are actually sacred activity so to me working as artists and i express from a series to another series or is very autobiographical uh whether from the phenomenon of as an observer from my family series to the live event change and then is to the hand series where I I dealing with doing directly and 
teaching and cultivating the children uh, in learning. And then the process of making came to know or inform myself that this art making uh, actually deepened uh, the most uh, experience of myself to make an engagement of who am I. So, for example, when I paint, when I make art, uh, there was a long process of fundamental understanding and the language, and it's, it's got to be a life. So this pandemic giving me a very super time where I can experience how I can press on into it. I can really have the time to think through it and, and the art mirror me and I mirror back myself to the art. So the fundamentals understanding has been deepened and how important that fundamental language in art to be, to be explored or to be manipulated in terms of palette and all that. And then it, it informed that to how I expressed it, my subjective self or even my emotion and putting across the idea on how I want to say something using visual art. So now if you see how relevant is art making to my life, you see art making is a is an inner experience. And you know, we all need a keeper. Our, our self-keeper, we must be able to stand our, our objective self and our subjective self. So there was always a struggle thing because for me, uh, I have a luxury because I made art. So my subjective self will be in the emotion of the art making. So the art, artistic activity is so much important because it actually, um, what do you call that? It, it, it adjusts my inner emotion. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel myself. And my inner experience, and also my inner thought sometimes. So this whole process uh, is very important because because it it, it actually awake it create a an awakening or uh, uh yes it's awakening uh our deepened self our inner self. Mm -hmm. So let's for example when I paint, I squat and paint. I feel my legs and my knee strength. Uh, when I split the paint, uh, I I have to balance the canvas or how much the strength on my arm, I pull the stroke I created. These are all the activity where I can sense myself. It's the same thing when when the baker, he baked the bun, if how much pressure he pressed on the on the dough and, and, and how much he baked it with what kind of emotion and and temperature. These are all um, make Every baker different from another, and every artist different from another. So, to me, is an exercise. Art making is an exercise mm. to find out the true feeling of ourselves. Because many times we lost ourselves because we, we lost our own senses. So, art making awakening our inner self. That's a very important process. Uh, and, and I consider that process is a very sacred process. So everyone got to have some way to relate to themselves. And this world, yeah, that's that's a beautiful activity where art serves in my life. Thank you so much, Miling, for answering my last question for today's discussion. And that's such a beautiful statement to end our discussion for today. I think we learned a lot, and not just about your work for the show, but also the way you relate your art practice to your life. And I think that holds such an important message for all of us that each and every one of us 
We have our own ways to connect with our own selves. And in your case, it is through painting that you find yourself. Once again, thank you very much, Beeling, for your time today. And thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode about Yao Beeling's new exhibition, A Relentless Whirlwind, From Inside Looking Out. For those of you who have not had the chance to view the exhibition, please go ahead and book an appointment to visit Whaling Gallery. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. On our next episodes, we will be sharing more topics related to art and collecting. So, be sure to follow us to find out more. See you!